Hello, and welcome to another fantastic episode of the Business Creators Radio Show. My name is Adam Homie. I am your host, and I am honored by your wise decision to tune in and invest in yourself today. As the name says, our listeners are business creators. We have your entrepreneurs, your small business owners, your local business owners, your marketing and business coaches, your folks who help others build and create their businesses, and the do-it-yourselfers like to have your own hands on the marketing levers. If you're one or more of the above, please take a moment, explore our episodes, discover how we help you win at the game of business and marketing at www.businesscreatorsradioshow.com. Also check us out on iTunes. Just do a search for Business Creators Radio Show or click the big button in the sidebar of our website. Every five-star rating helps us help more business creators just like you. And be sure to subscribe in your iTunes. You will get fresh content every Tuesday. As we speak, over 150 episodes await you now. Here in the Business Creators Radio Show, we play in the entrepreneur marketing type areas when it comes to the content that we share. We have a lot of stuff on copywriting, social media marketing, uh, finance. We have a real estate investment track. Basically things that entrepreneurs and business creators need. Now, another thing that entrepreneurs and business creators need are some of what some people call the soft skills and what I like to call the concrete that holds the foundational blocks of your mansion together. And today is going to be an example of the concrete, because without this, the foundation crumbles, and then all that copywriting and social media, and uh, I hate this phrase, traffic to your website, you know how I feel about that, that all goes out the window because you don't have a leg to stand on. So what we're going to talk about here today is soulful self-care for mission-driven, high-performing business owners. And to share with us today how we can achieve this soulful self-care, I'm very excited to have with us Ava Laura Beharry. And just let me tell you a little bit about her before we bring her on to the show here. Uh, she is known as the spiritual sage. Ava Laura is an intuitive consultant and life coach. She passionately dedicates her life to assisting individuals who dare to live their best lives. She takes her clients from whole, spelled H-O-L-E, to wholeness, spelled W-H-O-L-E-N-E-S-S, in their life. I just want to make sure I spell those words so you understand, from whole to wholeness. It looks different when it's written on paper. So she does this for you in your life, your relationships, and your business by guiding you through a powerful healing process that will help you discover who you are, who you wish to be, and how to get there. If now is the time for you to live a freedom-focused life, detox yourself of limiting beliefs that no longer serve you, and believe me, I've been down that road myself, as have all of our business creators who tune in every Tuesday, and create an unrecognizable reality, or as I like to say, a reality that up until now has been unrecognizable, but you'll certainly recognize it in about an hour. The Ava Laura is the guide that you've been waiting for. And you know what? I'm tired of waiting. Ava Laura, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Adam, and thank you for that awesome introduction. I just love your passion and your energy. Well, and that comes from 
understanding some of the things that you're going to share with us today. So speaking of introductions and energy and all that, I've just read off your bio, and I think that's fantastic. And I think our listeners are already starting to see the value of tuning in today. Uh, but what I like to do with our guest experts is just take a step back. And I want to hear more about your story and what were the events or what was the sequence that led you to where you are today and, and where you found yourself arriving at the intersection of brilliance and passion where you live now. Mm, yeah, I like that. The intersection of brilliance and passion. Yeah, you know, we all have a story. So thank you for, you know, asking mine. And, you know, there's so many things that um that I could share, so many, um, you know, times in my life where, you know, there were turning points and important decisions that I had to make that ultimately brought me here. And um, I think one really defining moment was actually, um, you know, my background is in social work. And uh, so I have my bachelor's degree in psychology and my master's degree in social work. And I started out um, my last job, as I call it. <laughs> I, was a, uh, I was a program director at an outpatient mental health clinic. And right. I have always been passionate about helping people heal, helping people transform their lives, really helping people to be the best version of themselves. And I found myself in an environment playing way small, you know, being Clark Kent when I should have been Superwoman. And I was literally just helping people maintain their dysfunctions, not helping them to change. Yeah. And I knew that was not for me. And at the time, I wasn't really clear, you know, what I was supposed to be doing, but I knew that was not it. I understand. But the problem was I found myself, you know what I mean, just kind of what we're talking about with those beliefs, the limited beliefs, I found myself sort of trapped really in my own prison of, well, I signed up for this job. I'm so loyal. You know, I I need to help my boss, and he has this vision. And so I'm committed to helping him, you know, in in this arena of mental health, but finding that I was really putting my dreams on hold by trying to help somebody else. And I had to get to the point of kind of like a lot of my clients really where I just became sick and tired of being sick and tired, and I knew a change had to be made, and I kind of went from being happy going to work every day to really just being miserable in this very toxic environment where, you know, literally it was just a lot of negativity and gossip and just so many things. The writing was on the wall. And I finally just got to a point where I didn't know what I was going to go, but I knew I had to go, you know, because I didn't want to be one of those people you saw on TV going postal. (laughs) What happened, you know, (laughs) you know, uh, what happened at this outpatient mental health clinic, you know, where the woman supposed to be serving people was the one that went mental. So um, I knew I had to leave. And, And so what actually ended up happening was I went on this retreat. I went on this weekend retreat and I got back to self care. I got back to me. And uh, so spending time in nature, got back to praying and doing yoga and meditating and all those things that kind of left me grounded and centered. And while I was there, you know, I found myself kind of just praying and just calling out like, God, I don't know what I'm going to do, but you got to get me the hell up out of here. This is not going to work. <laughs> and um, <laughs> this was really my prayer. And uh, I got back to work on, on Monday morning and it was a regular day. 
And my boss calls me in his office, and he fires me. What? Just like that, out of the blue, yes. No warning. I had never been fired from a job in my life. And, you know, at first I was pissed off. Ego was like, wait, what? You know, how dare you? I've been busting my butt and everything that I've done for you. How could you fire me? And then <laughs> light bulb went off. Spirit kicked in and said, Ava Laura, this is what you prayed for. This is what you wanted. Now what are you going to do? And, uh, and so that was that defining moment that I decided that, you know what, I can't work for anybody anymore. It is time for me to start my business. And I took time. I took about six months where I did the work that I tell my clients to do. Um, I got help. I did the coaching. I did the healing work. Who am I? Why am I here? What is it that I really want to do with myself? And uh, six months later, I opened up Ava Laura's Healing Center, and that was a little over 10 years ago. Well, see, that's, that's beautiful. I, I love that. And, you know, what's kind of funny is there's a couple things we have in common here. Now, what I'm about to say could potentially get me into trouble with a few people, and my thought about that is, okay, so it'll get me into trouble with a few people. I, myself, <laughs> have, have a background in mental health and my background is is i worked for a man uh for one of the mcos one of the behavioral health managed care organizations and although mm -hmm. theoretically the or, or at least in terms of mission and vision they you know stated that our goal is to provide great care and cut costs and everything unfortunately i saw two things happening and uh and in many cases neither one of them had to do with great care or cutting costs so i'm going to flip the script here a little bit and i'm going to tell you that uh, about 13 years ago i myself uh was under the care of a uh, a licensed phd psychologist for about 10 weeks uh i still don't have any idea what diagnosis I was or wasn't given other than this is serious, I kept getting told. But it was never really explained to me what was allegedly wrong with me. Uh, I got a lot of pressure during those sessions to go see a psychiatrist who immediately put yeah. me on this stuff. Mm -hmm. I can't remember the name of it, but, it's, but basically to me it was rat poison. What it did is it caused me to stay awake for 72 hours straight and everybody who mm -hmm. um, everybody who listens to the Business Creators Radio Show knows that I'm very much one of those crazy cat people. They know that there are two cats sitting in my office right now. Sometimes they jump around. Sometimes they meow right into my microphone. And that's just the way it is because they're my personal assistants. Uh, this stuff had me so whacked out, it uh, caused me to get mad at my, uh, my parents' cats. Uh, you know, as I said, this is a long time mm. ago. And at that point, I took the stuff and threw it in the garbage. Now, what was interesting is after I rejected the medication, suddenly I was healed. Yeah. <laughs> How does that work? Yeah. Yeah. It's like uh, I, w I went from having, this is serious, to, well, you come yeah. away and uh, not much else we can do for you here. Uh, they covered it by saying that my insurance coverage had pretty much run out. But believe me, if they thought there was a way that mm -hmm. they could ride the train further, they would have persuaded me to put it on my credit card or tried to do so at, at, at any rate. Uh, but 
what I get, but what I gathered there for better or worse, and I know this isn't reflective of the entire industry. And I know that there are places where they're trying to do better. And I know there are places where they do do a lot better, but it's that whole thing of keeping people uh, in a state where they continue to need the help because once the help has been delivered mm-hmm. and it's effective, the gravy tray run, runs out. Now, what I do for mental health right. these days is every so often I do some hypnotherapy. Sometimes it's because I have a really tough challenge I'm working through. Uh, sometimes because I'm trying to solve a question, I can't quite find the answer, and I need somebody to help me get into my own brain and take me for a walk and get it for me. And sometimes because I just have money to spend and I feel like having some fun. But even when I take this, even when it's for the third reason, it still brings me to a higher level of awareness, and I discover solutions that I wouldn't have discovered to things that maybe I hadn't even thought about in a while that benefit my business and my life just because I took the time to say, I'm going to go into the altered state and I'm going to receive and embrace the lessons and the message and the inspiration that await me there just for me to go out and get it. Mm-hmm. And I think... Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, and I wanted to spend a minute on this anecdote just because... Um, you know, I know we're only a quarter of the way through here, and we have so many things to go through yet. Uh, but there's one more question, and even though this isn't really that type of interview, I have to ask it because I ask everybody else. Are you ready? Are you ready? Absolutely. The audience should be ready, too, because they hear the drum roll, and I do this every time, and my cat's getting all excited here. Here at the Business Creators Radio Show, we provide the tools, techniques, and strategies to help entrepreneurs quickly grow their businesses. A lot of our listeners tell me they have everything they need to implement anything that we say they need to do, except for time and money. This is a question we ask everybody who Mm -hmm. appears on the Business Creators Radio Show. What I like is not only the variety of different answers, but also the variety of different ways the question is interpreted. So, Ava Laura, how do time and money impact what you're going to share with us today? Oh, you know, Tony, it's this interesting has a great relationship together, particularly when we're talking about business. Because what I have learned, you know, through experience is that you can either choose to spend your time, you know, learning something, improving something, you know, doing it on your own, meaning that you're going to invest the time and energy and effort into doing something on your own. And so it may take you I don't know, let's say it'll take you a week or two weeks, a month even, versus paying money to have someone else to help you do it, do it, get it done a lot quicker so you can move on with your life. Yeah. So time and money have this very interesting, you know, equation where you're always going to spend at least one or the other. So you get to choose as a business owner, are you going to spend your time or are you going to spend your money? And it's up to you. And so when we're talking about soulful self-care, we're really talking about investing, you know, that, that time into yourself and money, depending on the self-care that you choose, so that you can be more productive in your time. Yeah. So that, you know, that's the importance of self-care, you know, because even though, I mean, as business people, we kind of get in our heads about the money thing because ultimately we are in business to make money. But, you know, I have learned that when you spend money, you make more money. 
It just it, it's this relationship that comes right back. And I would rather spend the money to make more money and have the time than to spend all my time trying to figure things out on my own, get it wrong, and then end up having to get somebody to try to help me anyway. You know what they you know what they say. Uh, if you wanna if you wanna find out how expensive something truly can be, try and cut corners and save a buck. There you go. And uh, and I've also heard the phrase that uh, free can be mighty expensive. Mighty. Yeah. <laughs> Been there, done that. Got the t-shirt. All right. So, <laughs> but let's, let's get into let's get into the mighty here. Just like failing to practice soulful self care can be very expensive. Uh, this is something that potentially can cost you very little or no money, but just a bit of your time. Uh, but if you don't do this, you can find yourself losing a lot of time and having it costing you a lot of money in other areas of your life. What I'd like to do, Ava Laura, is define our terms. What is this soulful self-care that you're going to be revealing to us now? Go ahead and reveal it. Yeah, you know, we talk about self-care all the time. You know, we start talking about mental health, but it's not something that's really talked a lot about in, in business. And, and self-care is what I call the best health care. You know, self-care is simply taking care of yourself. Self-care is the best health care. And soulful self-care, what that really means is understanding what you need, what works for you versus what works for somebody else. Right. And so not watching Dr. Oz and says, well, Dr. Oz says, you know, try this intervention or, you know, try this herb or try this eating, you know, you know, eating three meals a day instead of five meals a day or whatever it might be. Or, you know, my friend does this and this works for her, but it's actually taking the time out for you to know what works for your body, what works for your mind, what works for your spirit. So what works for you on a soul level? So very individualized for you as a person and not what's going to be what everybody else is doing. Right. Right. That's, that's some pretty important things to think about. Uh, so now let's take this to our business creators who are tuned in. And by the way, uh, not only am I the host of the business creators radio show, but I'm also in the audience with my pen and my notepad out. So this is for me too. Why is self-care so uh, important for our business creators. I touched on it, but build the rest of it for us. Yeah, you know, we, um, you, you said something really, really powerful um, about your foundation. And, um, you know, there's an African proverb that I love. Um, it's that a tree cannot stand without roots. That's good. And when we're talking about self-care, yeah, a tree cannot stand without roots. You know, when we're talking about self-care, when we are talking about really doing the work um, to get in touch with who am I, why am I here, what's important for me, what works for me, what is going to make me productive, what is going to make me sane, what is going to make me creative, you know, you're talking yeah. about being creative, you know, what is going to make me the best person that I can possibly be. This is a foundation piece. This is something that you need to be practicing every single day. It is not negotiable. It is not optional. Self-care is a non-negotiable practice. And 
we're in this culture right now, you know, everybody wants to be an entrepreneur, you know, um, it, it's it, it's so interesting. Growing up, everybody just talked about getting a job and benefits. Yeah, yeah. But now, everybody, you know, like everybody wants to be an entrepreneur. Like it's it's so easy. It's so you know so great. And it is great if you know what you're doing. But you know the thing is, and, and we kind of have this idea of what entrepreneurship should look like. And it's this whole culture of, you know, grinding and hustling and, you know, I'm going to sleep when I die, team no sleep. Right. Well, no, you're not going to sleep when you die, you're dead. That's (laughs) right. Sleep is for the living. And and so I see so many entrepreneurs, you know, burning the candle at both ends, running themselves into a ground. And then what happens is, and actually like one of um, some fellow entrepreneur I spoke to today said, yeah, Ava Laura, I had to take a break because I hadn't seen him in a while. And he said, yeah, I had to take a time out. You know, he was doing way too much and he crashed and burned. And literally I hadn't seen him in months. Yeah. I've been there. And so these are the kind of things that happen. Yeah, we burn ourselves out doing way too much, you know, getting inundated and overwhelmed, and then we crash and burn. But if you're practicing self-care on a daily basis, there's no need for that crash and burn. Every day you're taking care of yourself. You're filling your cup back up. You're doing what you need to do to keep going to provide for your, yourself, your family, your clients, your customers, all the people that you serve. Because we serve a lot as entrepreneurs. We really are leaders. And so we have to constantly fill ourselves back up so that we can serve and be leaders and, and provide for others and, and continue to be creative and not, oh, my God, I can't think anymore. I don't know what to do. I'm overwhelmed. I'm too distracted. There's too much going on. Bam, I'm out. Crash and burn. I can't do it anymore. I couldn't agree more. Uh, and, you know, I've, I've seen this happen with uh, business creators as well, and I've seen it happen with the man in the mirror uh, where you get so busy that you just, you just zoom out. I mean, I got, I got to a point with uh, one of my previous businesses where I knew that I was way behind on everything. I knew the thing was uh, crashing and burning around me. And, you know, I was just so zonked out from the constant efforts that's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and, 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 I, and I share this because on the Business Creators Radio Show, I believe that being open about these types of things and being willing to explore and call things sometimes very bluntly for what they are is what helps us create the breakthrough. So, uh, what, what, hap- so what happens here is some may look at me and say, why the hell are you revealing this? It's because I want to be the voice for those who find it difficult to say it in their own voice because I've been there myself and sometimes with other issues I find myself where where I need somebody else to say it first and I think that's natural for every human being so I like to take that stand for people whenever I can and as entrepreneurs you know this is something else that I just wanted to point out very quickly before we get on to some of the key ways that we take better care of themselves. You know, I'm a business creator. You're a business creator uh, in our own ways. So Mm -hmm. what we don't do is we don't typically 
work the very strict nine to five and you know leave the office and go home for the day type stuff because when you're passionate about something that's just going to keep driving you and driving you so sometimes uh people will see me and it'll be saturday night and i'm working on something or it'll be or it'll be Sunday yeah. afternoon or something like that and they, they, they say i thought you were your own boss don't you have a life can't you do whatever you want and I'm thinking, yeah, you see me hustling and grinding right now. We're wondering what kind of crazy man I am with, quote unquote, no life. But here's some of the things you don't see. Uh, you don't see me going to my dentist at 10:30 in the morning and walking right in uh, at a time of my choosing, while others have to fight with their boss over whether they can have a personal day, even while their tooth has died and the root canal is causing them searing pain. Uh, you don't you don't see that I don't deal with that. You also don't see that when I travel to attend a conference, if I want to spend a couple extra days in that city because I have friends that live there, because I want to check out some of the sites, or just because I feel like it, that I don't have to have somebody riding me saying, oh, I looked at the conference itinerary. I see that that ends Sunday at noon. Well, you can take that 4 p.m. Mm -hmm. flight. I know it's going to get you here at 2 o'clock in the morning, but I expect you bright here and bush here bright here and bush, you know, you know, here bright and bushy-tailed at 8 o'clock in the morning. And no, you can't use vacation time. That wouldn't be fair to your team because you're already taking off three days to go to this conference and leaving them with your work. I don't have to deal with that crap either. Uh, the third thing is, is every day is bring your pet to work day. <laughs> and that speaks so much for itself. So you can call us crazy all you want, but that's some of the things you don't see behind the grustle. And, but I'm, I'm getting my words mixed up because I'm so excited. Behind all the hustle and grind, and I said grustle. What do you know? <laughs> so uh, You just made a new word. That's all. I'll, you got real creative. Made up your own word. I'm going to do it. Grustle. There we go. I might even do a Morning Adam. Uh, <laughs> on this. Uh, so that's, that's, that's our other blog, themorningadam.com. So uh, what are some uh, of these key ways that us business creators can take better care of ourselves? Now let's get into the how. Yeah, so one of the things that you pointed to that's really important is boundaries. Because as entrepreneurs, business owners, we don't have set boundaries. We don't have that work a nine-to-five, you get off the clock, and you go home and that's your, you know, your family time, you time, what have you. It's, it's kind of like all time is our business time. They all kind of bleed into each other um, because we are so passionate about what we're doing. And so it's not something that, you know, I have to do this because my boss is telling me, you know, a lot of times we're doing it because we want to. And, you know, we want to see our business grow and flourish. So what happens is, we don't have that natural boundary time, and so we can overextend ourselves and our limits. Right. So one of the things is to know your limits, is to have boundaries. And so, you know, if you know you're a person like me, a person like Adam that's so passionate, you know, give yourself a time clock, time clock to check out, I'm done for the night. You know, even if I still have more to do, I'm done. I will do the rest tomorrow. So knowing what your limits are, because sometimes you need that self-imposed limitation because you're just going to, you know, that, that you know, passion kind of is like that adrenaline, you know, and, and you feel like you have the energy for it, but then the next day you're burned out because you did too much. Yeah. 
that that's that's the thing with all nighters. Uh, yeah, all night tonight, and then you're out all day tomorrow. So you might as well just go to bed or quit for the day and pick it up tomorrow because you're going to lose tomorrow either way. Now, if you're okay with taking the day off, that's fine, but you're going to need to. Exactly. Plan for that. Right. Plan for that. Don't say, I'm going to pull an all-nighter and then give yourself a 9 a.m. meeting. Don't do that. No, no, no. no. <laughs> plan for If you are going to do an all-nighter, plan to take that next day off or at least half that day off or something like that. So you've got to know your limit. That's self-care. That's not denying you the all-nighter because – Sometimes the all-nighter is what really gets you forward. Maybe just the timing of it lines up or you get the inspiration just then. But don't think the next day the next day is going to be a normal day. You might be checking out by noon or something like that, and you might not come back. Just be prepared for that. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. Um, you know, and the other thing that you actually talked about, you, you touched on it briefly is, um, you know, just, you know, being transparent and just being truthful. And this is another important aspect of really making that self-care shift in, you know, being honest with yourself. And um, I'll I'll give you an example. I remember one of my clients, um, when she first came to me, one of my coaching clients, and she said, "Um, Ava Lauren, you know, I asked all my clients, what are your goals? What are some of the things you want to work on? And um, she told me that she wanted to stop smoking. And I looked at her, and I said, do you really want to stop smoking? And she said, yeah, I want to stop smoking. It's bad for my health, and I've been smoking so long, and, you know, it sinks, and, you know, people don't like it, and, you know, problems with my relationships. And I said, but do you really want to stop smoking? And she was like, of course, Ava Laura. Why do you keep asking me that? And I said, no, you don't. That's, that's BS. I, I was about to say something else, but that's BS. You don't well, want to stop You can say something smoking. else here. You can say it here. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and she looks at me, and at first she got a little upset with me. Like, what, why is this woman trying to tell me that? And then she said, hey, Laura, she said, you're right. I really don't want to stop smoking. But I feel like I have to because people keep complaining about it. And, you know, my doctor is telling me. And I said, but if you don't want to do it, you're not going to do it. So let's focus on another goal right now. And she said, oh, thank you. Okay, great. You know, and, and she, was, she was actually happy because she felt so free, and we ended up focusing on things that she really wanted to work on. And because we were able to do that, then we were able to really touch on the reason she was smoking and why she couldn't stop. That's. And so when we're talking about self-care, we're talking about this transformational work, you have to be honest with yourself. Don't say you want to do something when you don't want to do it. Don't be so committed to doing things that don't work for you just because other people tell you you're supposed to do it or because you think you should. Don't say you want to lose weight when you are not ready to give up the dang burritos. Just stop. Right. Right. Be honest. So that's another thing is that you have to be honest with yourself. That's very that's very true. Uh, and you bring up a good point. And this applies you know, whether it's to quitting smoking or whatever or anything in entrepreneurship. Uh, I look at it a slightly different way, and I think that it's not the same as what you're saying, but there may be some compatibilities or parallels. And to give you an example, when somebody uses the phrase, well, 
you need to do this. Really? I need to do talking head videos. I need to do search engine marketing. I need to write my copy mm. just a certain way. I need to use this uh, content management system versus another one or content marketing system or, or Infusionsoft or One Shopping Cart or Active Campaign or whatever it is. I need to do that. Uh, last time I checked, the only need to have happen is that one day uh, I'm going to die. That needs to happen. Everything else is negotiable. Even taxes are negotiable if you have a good accountant. I mean, uh, but uh, death is the only thing that needs to happen. <laughs> Everybody, everything else is on the table. So, uh, so I, this, it's not that way. It's it's another way. So I, I challenge that whole thing of do you mean do you really need to? And then there's that phrase that I see many companies use as part of their marketing message, where they say if you don't do X then you're not really in business. You might as well just go get a job. Really? Yeah. I'm not doing a lot of those things. Yep. And I have a growing business. I have a prosperous business. I have a happy business. Yeah. So I guess I must not. You're at, no, you're absolutely right. It, it's, it's, it's very similar. It's so funny. You know, in the, in the black community, we have a saying, you know, the only thing I have to do is stay black and die. That's it. I've heard that. I love that. Yeah. I've heard that. Yeah. So you know, it's 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 true, and um and and that's why it's soulful self care because it's taking the time out to find out what works for you. What is it that you really need, want, and desire? Because your need, want, and desire is not going to necessarily match somebody else's, and that takes time. You know, that, Adam, that really takes time to take a time out to study you, to be an observer of you, to what makes me tick, what am I passionate about, you know, what is my motivation, what drives me, what is my why, you know, all of these things. That takes time, and a lot of people kind of want to skip over that process. Well, I just want to make money. That's not important. Well, no, if you don't know those things, if you don't understand who you are, you're not going to make money. That's right. Because a lot of times what happens, even if you make it, you're going to find a way to sabotage it. That's so take true. take that time. Learn about you. Learn about you. Because, right, my business is not going to be the same as your business. And you're absolutely right. I think, you know, especially with the influx of, you know, business coaches and everything, what I have found is a lot of times people, you know, they had their way of making money. I made six figures that way. I made seven figures this way. So I'm going to teach you. And all they do is teach you what they did. Right. Well, that's great. That worked for you, but that's not necessarily going to work for me. Between the years of 2000. So you're absolutely oh, right. You know, you know what I got to get used to with you? We have this happen sometimes on our episodes is just when we think you're done, you're about to drop another truth. <laughs> I think you're done. And I start and I start getting in, you know, getting in the mix here, and then you come back with more. So I'm not deliberately trying to overtalk you. Know, I think it's vice versa. But we got so much energy going on here, and this is one of those those ones that makes me like. I mean, I'm, I'm actually standing up in in the office, pacing around right now. This has got me so excited. Yeah, that's called good conversation. Yeah, <laughs> so it's all good. That's that's that's, what, that's definitely what it's called. Uh, here's another point I want to bring up here uh, before we get to the part where uh, some of your client examples and, and how this applies to the real world for our business creators. 
Um, I'm going to make a point by giving an anecdote, and then I think I'm I think you're going to see what I mean by it, and I think you're going to see how the energy that I'm going to explain translates to a challenge a lot of business creators have. And it's very similar to this whole thing. Well, if you don't use our software, then you're not really an entrepreneur. You're just somebody who has, who just created your own job. So why don't you go get a paycheck? You know, whatever. Um, I, I had a thing happen a few weeks ago where on my laptop, the power cord got frayed. I don't know how I, I don't know how it happened. I don't know which one of my cats did it, but what happened is, uh, is, uh, I ended up with no way of charging my laptop. The laptop itself is three yeah. and a half years old, still runs like brand new because I treat it like my child is how well I take good care of it. So the, you know, every, it still runs clean. It still runs fast. It has no viruses. It's got a nice, well-organized registry. The monitor still works. The keyboard still works. Uh, the battery even holds charge. But without an AC cord, the thing died. But being three and a half years yeah. old, it was very hard to find a charger off the shelf anywhere because uh, you know this this you know style of a Samsung laptop hasn't been manufactured for years. And I went to three different major electronics retailers and tested all of their universal adapters. None of them worked. Now the good news is, mm. the good news is, is I was able to easily find the adapter I needed online. Uh, Samsung has an outlet for its parts, and there are a lot of other companies that make the compatible adapter. I was able to order one pretty quickly. Uh, but still, with shipping and everything, that was still three days that my primary machine was down. So what did I? So what did I do? I went out and bought another computer because that's what entrepreneurs do. Uh, go out and buy another computer. Well, uh, a lot of people cheered me on and everything. You know, that's cool. You got a new computer. But I had one person come at me saying, uh, "Well, why don't you get a Mac?" Because I said I was, I said it was a. <laughs> I knew, I knew you were going to say I, that. It was a doubt. You see, the thing is, you didn't even know where I was going with the story, but you knew that was going to come up, right? So, yeah, because mm -hmm. I knew it was a Windows 10 machine. So I put it on my Facebook to my friends. It's like, huh, I've been hearing all these horror stories about Windows 10, but it seems to be working just fine for me. So what am I missing here? What do I need to be on the lookout for? Somebody do your brother a solid. Uh, and I and I had somebody come at me. They couldn't even do it on my public wall. They had to come at me through private messages. It was so important to them. It, uh, mm. And and uh, and I said, what what is what does this have to do with with you know me getting a Mac? Well, well, your other computer broke. Uh, a Mac wouldn't have broken. And I said, really, really. The the power cord that comes with an Apple is 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 not capable of getting frayed or cut because that's really this is really all about you know. And the question that arises is, why? What is it about me using, you know, buying a Dell computer and a Samsung computer and using Windows operating systems is such a big deal to them? Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people face this type of thing when it comes to their soulful self care, self care, and other people telling them what they need to do. And you know things about that person being such a big deal to somebody else who has really no skin in the game. You know, I get all this, you know, all this. Well, you should get a Mac. I, I wonder, does Apple have some kind of like 
super referral program out there. They take your money. Just every time somebody mentions their computer took an extra two seconds to boot up, do you jump in and say you should get a Mac? I mean, do they pay people for this? Because if so, I'll go out and say it. <laughs> but I don't think they do. So why, right. so why do people get so concerned about what other people are doing that has no impact on themselves? Adam, that is uh, a three-letter word called ego. Okay. It's all ego. And what happens is, you know, with ego, everything is, is right or wrong. And a lot of times what happens when, you know, we get so emotionally invested in something, then it becomes right. And anything outside of that is wrong. And what I have found with people is that, if you are not doing things the way that they think you should be doing, the way they have been told, um, the way that may have worked for them, and you present another way, it's not so much that they are obviously concerned about you and your well-being and, no, I found that this worked and why don't you try it this way. But what happens is when you present a different alternative, it then calls into question what they have been doing. Uh-huh. And they don't want you calling into question their way, and so they have to be defensive about what it is that they're doing. No, this is my way, and this is what works. Right. And what I say is that when people get defensive, defensiveness is a sign of unhealed pain. So there's something there underlying Yes, there, there's, there's an underlying issue that they haven't addressed, but they, you know, anytime somebody gets so in their feelings about something that, no, you have to do it this way, that's a sign of unhealed pain. That's their personal problem. That's a very Yeah, really. Yeah, but, it, but, it, but, it's fun, but it's funny that you have other people who care so much and then the second layer of that, which you touched on, is that why do you care that other people care? Uh, it's easy to say, well, screw them. But it doesn't seem to work that way, does it? It doesn't. It, it doesn't. And so, you know, I always say that, you know, that, that's sort of a personal issue that you need to manage. That uh-huh. has nothing to do with me. Right. And so self-care is not taking that on. Self-care is not saying, well, why are they, you know, telling me that I have to do this and should I really do that? Well, maybe I should. Self-care is saying, no, I appreciate your feedback. I appreciate that information. I'm going to do what's best for me. Yeah. I, yeah that's, Don't get caught up in their stuff. Right. That, that, yeah, that's not, that's not asking too much. Uh, yeah, if we want to go back to the whole computer thing for one second, uh, you know, people love to say to me, say, well, once you go Mac, you'll never go back. I had a Mac. Mm-hmm. I went back. So, so <laughs> and, and, yeah, I, 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 had, I had a MacBook for five years, and I'm not going to knock it. I, it was a pretty good machine. I, I liked the MacBook. I, I used, it, it was like my traveling laptop. It was the one I took me with me when I traveled because, you know, I'm basically still a Windows guy, and a lot of my softwares weren't really compatible with the Mac operating system. So the, but that was a right. machine to, like, if I went on a trip, and I need to have some connectivity and the ability to do some things online, or if I was just heading out somewhere and I just wanted to, you know what that Mac was really good for? Because I, cause I couldn't get a lot of my preferred softwares on it due to system compatibility issues. That Mac was brilliant. 
for when I needed to go into intense writing mode. I wrote two books on that thing. Wow. Well, it served its purpose. (laughs) So I'm not knocking the Mac at all. I just don't think it was all that special. I think it was a good computer, and I got five years out of it, and it crashed. And I was getting ready to move anyway, so I recycled it. Yeah, and that's what worked for you. Right. That That's your truth. That was you taking care of you. That was you understanding you and saying, no, I'm not going to keep the Mac because everybody else is saying you got to have one. Because, right. you know, I hear that too. I am, such, I, am, I am team Android. I am team Windows. I yeah. mean, that's what works for me. I don't feel like making that transition. That's going to cause me a lot of time and energy, and will it even be worth it? Yeah, yeah, just one one quick thing before we move on, because you said something else I really want to drill down on, because it's so important, is uh, I was at a conference once, and I pulled out my Samsung Galaxy Note 3. I, I love this thing. It's, it's, it's great. And uh, this person who I'd met 10 seconds ago, uh, sitting next to me, we had just exchanged names, and she saw my Samsung, and she said, oh, you have, a, you, have a, you have a Samsung? I thought someone like you would have an iPhone. And I said, what am I like? Mm-hmm. You said someone like me, what am I like? Because my point was, you've known me mm-hmm. for 13 and a half seconds, and now you're passing value judgments on me based on a piece of machinery I'm holding in my hand. So what's your great insight about what I'm like? Mm-hmm. And I think that goes back to what you were saying. And that's what we do. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And the thing is, if you don't take the time out, you know, to know you, to love you, to nurture you, it's easy to feed into that. It's so easy to get caught up in that and then start to judge yourself based on other people's judgments of you. Right. 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 Yeah. But yeah. But in, in that case, I can tell you confidently it didn't happen. That was my question. Just matter of fact, what am I like? You're saying someone like me. What am I like? You've known, you've known me for less than a minute. What am I like? Tell me what insights that uh, I, having lived as myself for almost 40 years, have just been totally missing that you immediately zoomed in on. Now, I didn't go that far with this person because when I asked the question, they didn't want to engage with me any further, which was not my loss. <laughs> right. Now, you said afraid. <laughs> the bullying didn't work. <laughs> I, don't know if, I don't know if it was bullying, but that's one of the things that got me curious, whether <laughs> Apple has some kind of paid referral program that pays you every time you say get a Mac. Uh, I don't know. Uh, but uh, uh, but, here's, uh, but here's, here's, here's the next thing I wanted to you know, bring up here. And you know, just before we get to your final question that we're going to go through with you, you used a, a, an importantly powerful phrase, your truth. And yeah. this is something I've been railing on for years. And people say, tell the truth. And you're not telling the truth. Really? Because truth is a perception matter. There three people can observe can be in the room, observe the exact same event take place. They can independently take polygraphs, all tell a different story, and all pass a polygraph. Mm-hmm. It's 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 been demonstrated. I don't have a link to it, but I but I know the studies like that have been done because I have read about them in the past. Uh, so there's a clear distinction. I mm-hmm. want you to describe it to us because I want to hear it in your words. The the uh, the distinction between the phrases the truth versus your truth. Yeah, you know what what you're talking about really is perception. Yeah, and you know this is what is so important 
you know, when we're talking about, you know, changing your mindset and working on your mindset and, you know, how we process information because our perception really does become our reality. Our reality. And phrase. Our reality. And so it doesn't mean that it's the truth. It simply means that it's your truth based on your perception, and your perception comes from your thoughts, your feelings, your experiences. And so somebody else, just like you said, you can have the same situation happen, but your perception of it is completely different. And so let's go back to, you know, the, the example that you just gave where you said, you know, this woman essentially is, is judging you um, and, and, and saying, you know, wow, well, I thought you, you know, would be so evolved or, you know, whatever right. to uh, have, a, you know, have an iPhone, right? And you said, well, you know, someone like me, you know, what is that? Because you've obviously worked on yourself. You're confident. You can stand in your own. You know your truth. But somebody else who's not as confident, who maybe does not have the same self-esteem, the same level of experience, would say, really? Why? You know, why would I have an iPhone? Well, what's so great about the iPhone? Well, really? Well, what's wrong with my Android? And then start questioning that same thing. And so you have the same exact experience, but the way you process it and the way you perceive it will be completely different. Yeah. And it is important to understand that because when you get so wrapped up in the truth, you don't honor other people's truth. That might be your truth, but that doesn't mean that it's true for somebody else. And, and so one of, the, you know, one of the goals and one of the things that I always teach, especially this comes up a lot in relationships. It comes a lot with when I'm working with couples, when I'm working with groups, even working with organizations, is that when you're listening to people, when you're working with people, and this is very important in business, you know, especially as a business owner, you have to learn how to listen to other people, and you have to learn it to tap into their truth, not yours, not putting what you think on them, but hear what they're saying. And then once you hear what they're saying, once you understand them, then you can help them. Then you can provide a solution or a service or, you know, whatever your business is in because you understand their truth. You know what? But uh, if you're so busy, you know, this is the only way and this is how it is. <laughs> there we go that again. That does not it work is, with you. <laughs> there, we, there we go again. Each of us thinking the other's done. Time to jump in. Uh, I want to close the loop here because all this stuff that sounds like that we've been talking about for the past 20 minutes, it sounds like it's off the point of self-care and has nothing to do with entrepreneurship. Here's where I was taking this all along. Analysis paralysis and entrepreneurs unable to take a step forward because they agonize over what freaking email marketing software to use or what shopping cart to use or which damn social media platform to focus on because the moment that they think they have the answer, somebody jumps in and says, oh, no, 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 no. You don't want to be using one shopping cart. That's, that's, that's like Bush League. You got to be in Fusionsoft because if you're not within Fusionsoft, you're not really in business. You might as well just go get a job. And then as soon as they say, yeah, you know, I think I'm going to go with Infusionsoft, somebody jumps in and says, oh, I can't believe they conned you. 
Are you really going to use one twentieth of that functionality? If you are, great. But I really think you were just looking for something to handle your emails, your products, and your affiliates. So one shopping cart is fine. And they can go back and forth on this for months and get nowhere. Whereas somebody who has this self-care right. thing, this soulful self-care thing handled, can look at the decision, can confidently say, does this decision that I'm making serve where I need to be with my business or where I'm heading with my business? If the answer to that is yet, damn the torpedoes, I'm going forward with this one. And hey, if the other one turns out to be the better solution later, I can switch. But right now, I'm moving forward. That's right. You got it. That's where we were going, audience, with this whole thing. So uh, <laughs> uh, I, uh, you probably didn't think you were going to come on here and uh, get the answer revealed to analysis paralysis. You probably didn't think that uh, all these people, uh, all my all my Windows 10 and uh, Samsung and Android uh, users out there uh, wanting to know why these people are up their butt about getting a Mac, uh, you probably didn't see why you're concerned about this was holding you back in business. Now that you see it, you can blast through it. Look what we did there. Opening all those loops and we closed yeah. them all up. That in itself is persuasion and that is copywriting. So uh, what I'd like to do is, uh, you know, in our last few minutes here is, uh, I'm, I'm gonna, I just wanted to see if you could, uh, just, so our listeners can start to envision for themselves having this in their own lives. Uh, you know, what is it that you do that, uh, helps your clients maintain and reach their peak performance. Yeah, so a lot of the things that we just talked about, um, and, and you know, there's so much more that we could talk about. This could easily be a two-hour conversation. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, we didn't talk about, you know, um, the importance of meditation. That's one of the big tools yeah. um, that I teach my clients um, is meditation. There's so many, you know, different self-care tools that I teach and offer. But I think what we touched on is, is you know, equally important is that, you know, one of the things that I really help my clients with is to know who they are. Because once you know who you are, then you can confidently stand in your truth and you can easily make decisions and easily just, you know, whatever situation that you're in, hold your own and, and be the person that you know that you can. And even if you made a mistake, you can embrace, you know what, I made a mistake. Oops, I'll take an L. I fell. My bad. And you can move on and keep going, learn from that mistake, and keep moving forward. Right. And ultimately, that's what it's about. And so you even touched on it. It's not about that perfectionism. It's about progress, you know, progress over perfection. And so a big part of what I do is helping you to really tap into you, tune out all the noise, tune out all the distraction, tune out all the naysayers, tune out all the dream stealers, tune out all the energy vampires, you know, tune all that stuff out and tune back into you. Okay, you're really done there. Okay, very good. I just wanted to make absolutely sure. Um, meditation is very important, and that's you know something that's a little bit outside the scope of uh, time we can take on this show because there are so many other places you can go, including working directly with you, that uh, people can get the specific coaching on meditation techniques and get walkthroughs and somebody to help them with that whole thing. I know myself, I don't start my day without a 333. 
Yeah, I, I, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't even look at my computer until I've gotten a three, 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 and otherwise, I'm sunk for the day. I recognize the power of meditation, and and as they said in that uh, that famous movie, getting your mind right. That's right. Yeah. Get your mind right so your business is tight. Ah, I love that. Get your mind right so your business is tight. If there's one thing that our listeners get today, even if this whole thing about how get a Mac is holding them back in business and that whole loop about uh, your truth and uh, understanding your own value proposition and everything else, even if all that does not come together, you've gotten yourself a few really catchy things you can repeat today. So go back and listen on iTunes. So we're near the top of the hour here. And first of all, Avalor, I want to thank you so much for uh, coming and spending time with us today. And what I want to do is I want to turn over the floor for just one minute and just tell us a little bit about how you serve business creators and how people can take the next step if they're sitting on the edge of their seats ready to move. Yeah, thank you so much. So, you know, as you said at the top of the hour, I'm a life coach and intuitive consultant. And a lot of times people say, what is an intuitive consultant? What is that? And what that simply means is that I tune into you. I tune into the person that I'm working with. I see you for who you are, not who you think you are, not who you want to be, not who people tell you you are, but I see you. And my whole goal is to bring that out of you. You know, sometimes it might be kicking and screaming, that's okay. But to bring that out of you. And, you know, I work with a lot of very uh, mission-driven, purpose-driven, very passionate Um, entrepreneurs and individuals, and what happens is a lot of times is that we easily lose focus. We're kind of all over the place, and I'm putting myself in that category as well because I used to be like that, and we kind of get all over the place, and we get easily distracted because there's so many things that appeal to us, and so one of the things that I help my clients do is just kind of tune back into yourself, take a step back, take a breather, relax, tune back into you, get clear, get focused, you know, what is it that you need right now, not the whole shiny pretty thing, but what do you need? What's going to best serve you right now? What's going to take you from a place from of whole to wholeness in your life and in your relationships and in your business? Right. So that is what I do as a life coach and intuitive consultant. And, um, you know, one of the things that I would love to offer your audience, this has been so much fun. Yeah, I know. Um, one of the things that I would love to offer your audience is um, – a 20-minute complimentary consultation with me. It's not free because my time is not free and neither is yours, um, but it is a gift. Uh, so a 20-minute complimentary uh, consultation with me, and all they have to do is email me, avalora at avalora.com, and that's A, V as in Victor, A, L, A, U, R, A, avalora at avalora.com. Send me an email and just say, Adam, hold me, and uh, I'll know that you sent them. Well, yeah, they could they could write Denny Crane and know that means Adam Homie, so it's all the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody did that to me from the audience once, and I just fired right back at him. It was hilarious. Uh, the video will soon be available, so we'll make sure you get a look at that. Uh, we're at the top of the hour here, so let me just say... Um, to Avalora Bahari of avalora.com. Thank you so much for being with us today. This has been an honor and an education. Thank you so much for having me. I've loved every minute of it, so thank you. I appreciate it. And I'm sure our audience loved it too. And speaking of the audience, 
Uh, my name is Adam Homey. I am the host of the Business Creators Radio Show. Thank you for being with us today. Please be sure to check out our previous and our upcoming episodes at www.businesscreatorsradioshow.com and on iTunes, where we help you win at the game of business and marketing. Until next time, have a great day. Take care.